It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's up, Heard That Nation? Y'all have asked, and you've asked, and you've asked, and it's finally open. The Heard That With Marisa online store at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I got the merch. Finally happened. Swaggy tees, amazing hats, other kinds of different merchandise that I got on there. Check it out today. Thank you for supporting your girl. Uh, Fill up a shopping bag with all kinds of stuff. Give away as gifts or keep it for yourself. All kinds of amazing swag and merchandise. Check it out today. Heard that with Marisa.com. I appreciate your support. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books. Because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to TrevorRomain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com. Check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code heard that save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are listening now to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching now on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you stay in the know of every future episode that's coming up and all the amazing guests that I'm going to have on my show. I am so happy to be back in the chair. I had a, some uh, good days off. I just recently came back from a trip from Detroit. And uh, it's up on my YouTube channel now of the incredible, the incredible, and I don't know how many lines I can put underneath that, of Anita Baker. Uh, 
I, this is my second time seeing her, but when you have seen an artist multiple times, something about them when you see them again, um, it just outdoes the previous time when you saw them in concert. And I saw her here in Texas uh, a few years ago when slowly but surely things were starting to open back up here. Um, you know, we're still on a pandemic. So slowly but surely, you know, concert venues and all that were starting to open back up. And so having this opportunity when I went home to Detroit, I got to visit my amazing in-loves. I got to see her in concert and let me tell you, did not disappoint. Sold out Little Caesars Arena. Absolutely amazing. The energy was electric. She sounded incredible. Um, I know that she <laughs> was, you know, belting out all of these incredible classics that people know that can sing over and over again. I felt like as if I put my CD in that I heard just literally everything crystal clear perfection live seeing her on the stage. I went with my incredible niece and shout out to my uh, niece Kia and my sister in love Faith. They, they, they handled all of it and we went to an amazing dinner and beforehand and then went to the concert venue and the energy there was just absolutely electric. I can't even describe it to you. You'll have to check it out on my YouTube channel, um, the, the whole entire experience. Uh, every song, every note, um, audience was singing along. Just, you know, I mean, she recognized, the beautiful thing about it is that she not only recognized everybody that was right there, obviously in the front row, you know, that was close to the stage, but she recognized everybody. She, you know, shouted out everybody that was on the floor, shout out everybody that was in all the way up to the nosebleeds. She sang literally half a song to them up in the nosebleeds. Uh, the footage that I captured, you know, just pretty much summarizes all this one guest that I saw that it was just dancing literally to, to every notes, every song, lyric of fairy tales. Uh, I mean, it was, it was the coolest thing that I, you know, I captured on there and I have that part of the footage, but concerts like that and music like that, um, whoever your favorite artist is and whoever you get to go see, cause now, you know, more than more concerts and more venues are opening up more than ever. Um, you know, especially legends like Anita Baker and then you have Gladys Knight that's out there touring. The OJs are on their last uh, tour. Elton John, I just believe he wrapped up his final tour, which I regrettably missed out when he was here in Texas. You have uh, New Kids on the Block that teamed up with salt and Pepper and Rick Astley heard that concert was absolutely amazing with all the, the people that I have spoken to and those that uh, have followed this podcast and you know, all the pictures that they have posted up. It's, it's, it's incredible how much music connects all of us, like I said, in, in the journey of it, whether it be R&B and pop and soul and reggae, and it, it doesn't matter. It just, it just brings us all together for that one night or that one afternoon where we're dancing, where we're vibing, we're singing, singing off key, on key, doesn't matter. That artist, that group brings people together. And, that, and that's the, the most incredible and the most beautiful thing of music. So I'm excited about my next venture that I get to go to. And I know I talked about this on the show and those that follow me on Heard That with Marisa.com and all my other social media handles that uh, this is my second year going to Club Quarantine Live. This time it will be in Las Vegas. And uh, Derek D. Nice Jones, 
of the legendary group Boogie Down Productions. He is a DJ, he's a photographer, absolutely incredible in his own right, has a ton of musical acts that are coming there from Maya to A. Marie, Jada Kiss, uh, Elle DeBarge, oh, who I cannot wait to see. Um, Tank, he has the originals, all of his uh, DJ entourage that he has vibed with in New York. Uh, and so much more that's going on. And then there's a, a Sunday morning service with the great Fred Hammond and Karima Trotter. So I, I'm excited about that. Definitely, this, my, this will be my first time doing a documentary, y'all. I'm stepping out of the boat and doing a full-length documentary on this. And I got other people that will join in. It's going to be just us, the vibes, the energy, using our cell phones. So it's no special equipment that I'm using because technology and I still are not friends to this day, but I'm still working on it. Your girl is trying to figure out some technical stuff, but it'll be us having a good time, mingling with so many people, and, and it's about the music. It's, it's about the music. So my here's my thing that I want to say when, when it comes to this and to all the listeners that are out there. When you have an opportunity to see your favorite artist go okay go uh because here's the thing it you don't know how long that artist is going to be on stage you don't know how long they're going to be touring you don't know if they're going to cut any new music soon or that you're just going to go and take their talents to you know somewhere else um because we you got a lot of legends that are you know this is their last tour this is their last bit or their last gig um, or they decide to, you know, take a long pause or do something else, you know, a business venture or go into acting, you, you never know. So see them while you can. Um, I, I have talked many times on this show and as well as, uh, on my outlets, how many, how I've just been right there to see so many great concerts from Stevie Wonder to Adele. Uh, to Patti LaBelle and, you know, recently Anita Baker, and then now uh, going to see this incredible show in, in Las Vegas with Club Quarantine. So get the opportunity to get out there, you know, purchase some tickets, uh, whether you're in the front row, the middle row or nosebleeds, it doesn't matter because I believe music is a common denominator that brings us all together and it vibes every single one of us. So head out to, you know, check out what's coming up in the fall. There's a lot of shows, like I said, that are opening up. And uh, I, I was so honored to just be right there in the presence of Anita Baker and uh, got to chat with her on Twitter and tell her how much, you know, I appreciated what she brought back to Detroit. I mean, it was the first time in a numerous amount of years that she came back Um to perform there, you know, got all of her masters back and everything. So it was, it was something great um, that it happened. And, you know, I'm so happy about that. So I can't stop talking about it because I know it happened in June and that we're now, I mean, July and now we're in August. And, you know, so I, I just had such a great time. So, and then speaking of a great time coming up soon, your girl's going to be hitting the road beyond Vegas. It's going to be some football in the atmosphere. I mean, I wish I had music that was behind me that can cue the NFL theme song um, or, you know, coming to your city with the, the college game day crew. 
but I'm excited about football. I'm about to hit the road as far as that is uh, going to be happening. Of course, you guys know uh, Michigan is my squad. They're ranked number eight this year in the AP preseason. Of course, the heavy hitters are up top. You got your Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and those that you know that they think they're going to do very well. Um, Michigan State fans are in the teens, and there's some salty Michigan State fans. And you, you, you know, you love to see it. You love to see the the bitter rivalry between teams. You love to see it when people, the fans, think that their teams are ranked too low or too high. Um, no complaints about you know teams being too high, but those that feel uh, fans that feel that they uh, their their beloved Spartans are ranked too low, and of course. I hear it all the time from Michigan State fans, you know, how, you know, Tuck coming is their, you know, hashtag of, of Mel Tucker and what he's done with Michigan State the past couple of seasons. I believe this is his third year that he's going in um, it, it, with the program and the bag that was thrown at him. And I know I talked about that previously on my show. And so uh, we'll see how it goes and how everything is. And now the adjustments being made where the Big Ten is expanding um, with UFC, UFC, USC and UCLA coming and adding on into uh, the, the Big Ten, you know, that's going to happen next year. So it, it's, it's exciting time. Football is back. Uh, my boys, my beloved Detroit Lions are featured on Hard Knocks this season. Uh, yeah, I can hear everybody laughing and booing. It doesn't matter. You know, I'm a dedicated fan. I do not switch football teams because, yes, this team has had tons of misses since 1955, 1957-ish. Uh, let me see. In my lifetime, I've seen us go to the playoffs at least about three times when it wants. So, you know, it could be I, – I hear – that when a team is featured on hard knocks, that that team does not do well in the regular season. So who knows, reverse psychology may happen for my Detroit Lions. Uh, it may happen where we end up winning more games than suspected. Right now, the experts have my guys winning three games. I see more than that, you know, possibly a nine to eight season, uh, possibly missing the playoffs. Uh, but looking at their schedule, I think that there is some winnable games. Obviously, uh, many people feel that Green Bay is going to run away with it, follow up by uh, a dogfight between the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. And then us, my boys, you know, are in the basement once again. But here's the thing in observing the first episode of Hard Knocks that came on last Tuesday. I am liking the energy that I see. This is, you know. This is the first time the Detroit Lions has been featured on this, this HBO series. And then now they're doing, um, during the series now, Hard Knocks and the producers and, and everybody that is part of that team is now does an in-season Hard Knocks. So, because uh, those that have followed Hard Knocks for years, it's always been um, the introduction to the team, the coaches, the staff, uh, and then, you know, this preseason games. And then that's where it cuts off from there. And then, you know, you watch the regular season or you attend a live game. So they have been doing something different with it being an in-season hard knock. So with the Lions, this is uh, the first time that they're being featured. Um, the episode, the first episode aired and it talked, you know, about Dan Campbell going into his third year. And the first thing that jumped out at me, um, you know, when obviously, and I'll talk about the rookies in a minute, 
uh, Dan Campbell is, is, is all business when it comes to his team. Now let's forget about the records for a moment. I know Lions fans, we bring it up every year, the past two years, the past 10 years, the past forever about the record and how, you know, we've been last pretty much for a very long time. Something about the energy shift in the dynamic uh, wherever the cameras were at, where it followed Coach Campbell and, you know, the GM Brad Holmes and the rest of the coaching staff, seven of the coaches on that team were former NFL players. Three of them, I believe, are NFL. Um, they won the Super Bowl. So you have all of that factoring in into, you know, the dynamic and keeping the energy and the focus and the mentality of these players that are coming in. And of course, throughout the weeks, you got to cut it down to a 53 man roster. And then, you know, whoever you have on reserves uh, after that. Um, I'm excited about it. You know, I mean, for, for the first time in a long time, and maybe because we're seeing a glimpse of what these teams are looking like, uh, what uh, from the rookies to the ones that, you know, they just acquired or the ones that have been on the team for several years. Um, the health update of some of the players that were out, you know, Jeff Akuda that has been on the roster for about three to four seasons now, but he hasn't played a full roster because unfortunately due to injuries, you got Taylor Decker on there, uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, you know, just uh, Penny Sewell, who was last year's pick. And then now you have the rookies, uh, that were signed in, and one obviously being uh, number two, Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan, which, I mean, I live here in Texas, and I know I heard every Lions fan shout throughout the United States when he was selected number two and fell right into Detroit Lions' lap. He's a Michigan guy, attended Michigan, so literally he got to stay home and be part of the Lions squad, and it was a fate that happened they were talking a little bit about it on the show um where they got to know his family a little bit and his mom talked about one of the photos that ate a young Aiden wore was a lion shirt and he had a football in his hand and she was rummaging through stuff and this was I believe she's talked about it was like the day before the draft or the week leading up to the draft and the picture happened to fall out and she goes, okay, this is a sign. She goes, hey, if he's not good, if he doesn't get drafted by the Lions, I will cry publicly on national television. And I mean, the whole family did because he got to stay home and he got to be, he's, he's part of the Detroit Lions organization. Don't you go anywhere. The Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast will be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor. One of the amazing things that I love to do with my time, I love working out and serving in the community. And through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books, because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to trevorromain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners. If you check it out, 
Save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code HEARDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code HEARDTHAT. Save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. What's cool is that you see throughout the show, uh, you know, not only the practices, but, you know, the coaches, uh, the defensive coach and the offensive coach, because I've been a fan for years of Deuce Staley. Uh, I, I just think that he is one of those ones that when he played in the NFL for the Eagles, he always was that, you know, low they kept his knees low running the ball is running back he was just tough and just gritty um and he expects that you know expects that out of all of his players on offense uh you know as, as especially as running back so it's so cool to see the coaches you know butt heads at times but they want to pull the best out of their players and so going back to Aiden uh one moment that has gone viral and I got caught up in it as well after seeing the episode is that uh, the rookies have to go up front and, you know, showcase some kind of talent. So he goes up there, introduces himself, talks about his signing bonus, 250 million. I mean, small change, right? Goes up there. And so uh, Coach Campbell says he goes up, he has to go up there and sing a song. So the song that he chooses is Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. And after you know, a stumble in the beginning of it. I mean, when I tell you that he vibed it through and sang the whole, you know, sang part of the song and did dance moves with it and the whole room was like vibing with him. It was the most incredible thing to see uh, everybody vibing with him. So, um, he, and, and this week, uh, another episode is airing. It comes on Tuesdays. And unfortunately, the Lions uh, lost recently to their first preseason game to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I believe the score was 27-24. Here's what I want to say about this. Two things about me. Number one, every preseason game matters to me. So please do not comments and posts like marisa it's the preseason game it doesn't matter it's, it's what it, no preseason games matters to me okay especially if we're one of the teams that never experienced a championship a super bowl a super bowl parade holding the trophy displaying it at ford field every single game matters to me i want to see what improvements were made i want to see what additions were made into the team i want to see what we're going to do because uh, defense has been literally our Achilles heel for years. I want to see the improvements of what Jared Goff is going to do on quarterback. And he looked good in an episode that uh, is showed on Hard Knocks as well as the game, because he started game uh, the preseason game against uh, the uh, Atlanta Falcons. So preseason games matter to me, ladies and gentlemen. They always will. And the, I said what I said. Okay. Number two, Lions fans. Yes, we did not win this preseason game. Please stop with the rhetoric of going, well, Lions are just being Lions. They, you know, blah, blah, blah. They just picked up where they left off as far as the losses are going to start. Stop it. Either you are a ride and die fan or you can go and jump onto another team. Okay. I, I'm rocking the Honolulu blue and white to the day that I ascend up to the skies in the heavens. Okay. 
this is my team. This is who I'm rocking with. And any and many, many Detroit Lions fans have had uh, one that is in the Fans Hall of Fame on my show. Uh, when I tell you that I've had so many fans that have commented and, and, and we are a dedicated bunch. And I can't wait to attend the game. I'm attending a game here in Dallas when they play the Cowboys and I'm attending a game when I go home in Detroit into the cold, blissfully winter weather. And I'm excited about that because uh, nothing beats, you know, a Michigan winter, right? So have patience, my friend. Yes, it's been a long time to have patience with this team and what they can do and what they can bring to the table. But something about the episode when I watched it and watching this team and going back to the drawing board and talking to their players and coaching their players. And yeah, fights broke out, but each one of these players are competing for a spot on the roster. You know, especially the ones that were selected lower into the draft the, as the draft carried on and they were selected, you know, past the third round, all the way through the seventh round. They're competing for a, a, a roster spot. And another person that I want to give an honorable mention to, Devin Funches, another Michigan uh, alum. I hope that he makes this team. He spent uh, years, I believe, on, uh, and I know someone will hit me up in, in the DMs, but I know he was on um, Carolina and he was on uh, Green Bay Packers. And I know that just slipped my mind because I'm not a Packers fan whatsoever. But shout out to him. What I saw during that preseason game against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, y'all stop writing him off. He's still in his 20s. He's still, it, it, he can compete. He can absolutely compete. And it's going to show. And so I hope that he ends up being an addition to the team. And so shout out to him. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the, the preseason as well as more seasons on Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks comes on. And you can also stream it on HBO Max uh, and download the app if you get an opportunity to. Uh, Lions fans should be excited. Okay, be excited about this team and what they're about to bring. Uh, the next opponent that they play is at in, in Indianapolis, they play the Colts. So we're going to see how this team develops as the team winds down to 53, a 53 man roster. Um, I'm looking forward to it. You should as well. So be a dedicated fan, man. I mean, you know, I, 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 what, what, you have no other choice but to have hope for this team because it has not gone our way for many years. So um, I want to end the show. Y'all know that as well as a football fan, I'm a, I'm a basketball fan and, and fans, it's not just the Pistons itself, but uh, you know, when you're able to witness greatness on television, like I have, you know, I just will talk to people over and over again about, you know, the bad boys era uh, Michael Jordan and his greatness, Air Jordan. Um, it is so many stories that I have seen in person, these players and how they, you know, lit up the screen, the tail end of Magic Johnson's career. You know, I got to see that, you know, shout out to him from my hometown in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, Bill Russell is a name that needs to be talked about. Now, again, I didn't get a chance to see him play. Um, hearing stories from people who actually did, uh, seeing uh, him talk about playing for the Celtics and uh, him not only being a basketball player, but being an advocate for those uh, black athletes, because the rights that 
were given to black athletes, you know, and signing them and, and so forth and having them on an NBA team. Now it was not that easy back then when he was playing a talented six ten uh, player. Uh, he had to speak up of a lot of things and um, the racism that he endured along with Lou Elsender, that's now uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and another athlete by the name of Cassius Clay, you know, now Muhammad Ali, um, who was no longer with us. Uh, they had fought for their rights as athletes to sit at, you know, lunch counters and be part of the team. And um, they, they fought through all of that in, in, in the heavy racism that they endured in the 60s. You know, he was not just a basketball player. He was an activist. He was an advocate uh, for social justice and a voice for the black community. And this legend, we lost him on July 31st at the age of 88. And I feel at times, and, and I call myself a fault to it as well, that we don't take the time to honor these legends while they're alive. Um, he's been talked about, he's been honored in somewhat facet, it, you know, Celtics games and, you know, it's been shown on TV um, during, you know, some, some kind of ceremony and such, you know, been at Celtics games because he's a Boston Celtic great, obviously. Um, but I just don't think they, I think the Jordan era uh, in everything that he's done and Jordan's got seven rings, you know, Kobe in his great form, Shaq. Um, so many other players that have multiple championships that are part of the top 75 legends uh, that the NBA has done 75 year anniversary of the NBA. I don't think that his name is talked about a lot, just because I think that, you know, with the younger generation, we're looking at the current, we're looking at the now the Steph Curry's, the Trey Young's, the Jason Tatum's. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're, they look at the now and the, the younger uh, uh, players and the younger players and the ones that I mentioned, and there's so many more to mention uh, after that, would acknowledge Bill Russell and acknowledge the man that he is. I mean, let me read you some of the accolades so that people can know why this man needs to be celebrated and celebrated more than ever now, now that you know we lost this incredible legend. 11-time NBA champion. He was a five-time NBA Most Valuable Player. He's 12-time NBA All-Star. He was an All-Star MVP in 1963. He's a three-time NBA First Team, eight-time NBA Second Team, NBA All-Defensive First Team, four-time NBA Rebounding Champion, NBA Lifetime Achievement Award that he got in 2017. They retired. The number six is what he wore. And mind you, with the number six, Starting in the new season uh, in the fall and the winter, every team is recognizing and retiring the number six. So he's the third player to ever have that happen. The first basketball player, I believe, to have that. So he's gotten the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011. Uh, and also, please remember, he was not only a player, he also was a coach. So he won an NBA title twice as a coach. Okay. So I can go on and on about him and his achievements on the court. But let's also remember 
the achievements that he did off of the court and be a voice for equality for black people, to be a voice out there for those uh, that have endured racism, for the, for a voice for people to, to speak up when they feel like that they cannot speak up. And I appreciate all that, that he has done. And I can't wait to have a guest on, on my podcast and you all, you know, that you have signed up at heardthatwithmarisa.com. She had an opportunity to interview him. And so I'm looking forward to asking her uh, of how that was sitting in front of a legend and hearing uh, those stories of the, the, the racism and the bigotry that he faced as a, as a, as a man, as a family man, as a player, um, you know, the, the one and only great Jane Kennedy Overton that I will have on my podcast in the upcoming episode. But uh, I wanna honor this legend and thinking of his family, uh, the extended family, the Boston Celtics, to every fan that has been an admirer of him for years, including myself, um, that we carry on his legacy. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to recognize and honor number six and um, all the achievements that he's done on the basketball court and off the basketball court. So thank you, Bill Russell, you are truly being missed. But us as a community, uh, uh, we'll unite this community together is that we continue to uplift uh, this man's legacy and everything that he has done for the game of basketball, but also for what he has done uh, for the voice of black lives and every black person everywhere. So. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. You can follow me on social media. I'm at lovely Marisa T on Twitter. I'm on Instagram at Marisa Tigney podcast, as well as Facebook under the same name, Heard That with Marisa Tigney. And Heard That with Marisa Tigney.com. Register, get in there so you can get all the newsletters as well as any future episode that comes up. And as I always, always end the show, take care and stay safe. I'm out of here. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support.